Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 60. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Yo. And we're back. Here we are. 60 episodes deep, man. It's a lot. It's big 6-0. It's crazy. Moved into a new number. <laughs> I don't know what the way to think of. 60s, you know, it's because it was in 50s before. Mm-hmm. 60 me, episodes. Dude, I... Wow. It really is wild. And I... Th- when I think of the day that we first started doing this, yeah, I would have never thought. What would you have thought? I would have never thought that we'd be hitting 60 episodes deep going, you know what? We have a real show. It's a show, man. It's, it's what crazy. it is. really is, man. Hey, if you're new to Real Talk, I'll give you the spill at the end because you're already probably trying to click off of here. So it's a chance to talk about God and the Bible and all kinds of things in between. Hey. So welcome. Uh, we typically like to start the show with... Our weeks are going. But before we do, I'd like to point out, before the crowd notices, this table last week, completely stable. This week, (laughs) sometimes when I think, see, you're going to notice that uh, I may be looking at that periodically. Or if you're on the podcast, you're wondering what that odd sound is. That would be my cup moving. And... um, I got a thing, man, with these little things that happen. That's why I'm, I'm kind of a squirrel sometimes. That's very true. Like when intern Clint does his weird dance moves in the back, you know, while I'm talking, or <laughs> you've seen it before. Or yes, I have. I'm immediately off topic. <laughs> so uh, it's me, man. I'm, a, I'm like a squirrel. I'm very easily distracted sometimes. Yes. But then other times... Well, you have great attention to detail. Yeah. <laughs> to an annoying degree. <laughs> and then there's times, like right now, when we have no one in the sanctuary, where I'm able to just pretend... That it's full, you know, and it does. I don't get distracted quite as it's much. It's pretty impressive, man. So unless unless intern Clint yawns, yawns like, like a, a dragon, like a dragon, yeah. <laughs> which he does. Listen, if you guys, you know, some of you on the podcast, particularly or those out of state, you don't know who intern Clint is. Those of you local do. Everything he does is loud. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Great guy. We love him dearly. Very talented and skilled, but a uh, boy. <laughs> It's almost comical how he does it. It doesn't even need to. So, anyway, we spent half the half the show so far talking about. Oh, you know, you know what it was. I bet you it was. Broke I it. bet you it was Clint's superhuman strength. I bet you he bent the. I steel. actually considered that. I bet, not, you, I bet you he bent the steel of this table. Now it's not. It's not straight. People think that's a joke. He snapped one of our coffee tables in, in half. half. Eating we'll bring, cereal. We'll, bring, we'll, we'll bring that half on here to prove unless we oh, chucked we it should. finally. Did we chuck I it? I don't know if we chucked it or not. Oh, it's still we there. It. We'll show it. Um, I actually want you to know when I brought this up, because I talked about this before we started, that I was going to say it was bent, wasn't it? He bent it. I bet you do Because he just touches things. And like, <laughs> uh, we love that guy. He does a great job. <laughs> he does do a great job, right? Uh, we should have an episode that's just dedicated to to intern Clint well, stories. The I well, I have one from last week on our live edition. Okay. Every time we bring intern Clint on our show, <laughs> and he wants to be, he does a great job. He's a great conversationalist, got a lot of good thoughts, but also randomly rage filled for no reason. He had to uh, eat a hot thing for our, on our live and just started yelling again for no reason. Um, <laughs> Why is it always me? <laughs> and then afterwards. He apologizes, right? Because he feels bad. Because he's, he's a very gentle gentleman. Yeah, absolutely. But man, he just, when the camera's on, his rage grows. That's just how it goes. <laughs> oh, we love you, Clint. Appreciate you, buddy. I love you, too. Yeah, I said love, love you, too. too. As if I was Clint, I'm yeah, an idiot. You're not Clint, so. <laughs> this whole time I'm talking about you. I just <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> 
Anyway, so welcome to Real Talk. <laughs> nice. Uh, go ahead. Those on the podcast already, I apologize to you. Um, yeah. We started also what our plan moving forward for those on the podcast and, um, you know, even those watching right now is we're going to start putting descriptions of what we talk about. Yes. Instead of just the... Uh, like your generic the, the series right, number. number. We've even considered possibly doing titles of the episode. Absolutely. So we'll look into that, but hopefully that helps you guys as you're going through and finding things and particularly, you know, what is this about? Absolutely. Especially if you're looking for something specific. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, man, so how's your week been? Very interesting. Um I've been very reflective and contemplative the past probably two or three days. Um I took a random trip to my hometown yesterday. Um, and it was just very, I don't know, man. It's so funny how. You think it's like a turning point or a fork stuck in the road? Possibly. It kind of grab you wrist by the wrist. And... It directed me where to go. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> All right. Shout out. You know who you are. Billy <laughs> So, uh, I, it was very interesting going back to that. You know, I always, whenever I go back to Rochester, I'm always so. Because I'm a sentimental person like you. Yeah, I am. And, you know, I can look around at so many places and I can just go over there. There's that memory and there's that memory and there's that memory. And it's very it's very emotional and it's very, I don't know, man. It just made me think of how time, how, how time, how quick time oh, goes. Man, you're not kidding. It just flies, man. And it's so crazy because when I, when I sit back and I, I actually think about it, because I think a lot of the time I don't actually think about... Um, the idea of time like I don't think about it you know days go by and then when I actually think oh wow like when I, when I finally get back to the place where I'm thinking about it you know there's been so much time that's passed whether that's like a week I'm like where'd this last week go or whether it's a month or whatever a year you know and so being 25 you know it feel like it feels like yesterday I was 18 and you know graduating high school and starting life mm. and now you know seven years later here I am and sometimes it's like what happened like, to that time. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it makes you think of the good, makes you think of the bads. So, you know, there's parts of me that go, man, like, what have you done? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, you know, there's, you know, I, I can feel regret sometimes of like, I, I should have done this or should have done that, you know, because even though I'm only 25, there's some things, there's some things where it can feel like I was like, oh, I'm too late, you know, or yeah. whatever it may be. And yeah. like, um, so it just kind of made me think of that kind of stuff. But I also, you know, remember the good stuff. And, you know, going back to that place, you know, I, I got to see a lot of places and remember, like, man, well, like, look at that that time in my life where it was just much more simple, mm. you know. And, and whatever I was doing in that moment was the most important thing in the world. And what a cool thing. And, like, it's interesting how adulthood and growing up changes that. And I don't think it's supposed to, but it seems to in almost everybody. At least that's what it feels like. And um, I don't know, just really convicting, but also like you know, it's it just it was a, it was good, but also somber at the same time. And just made me reflect a lot. And I'm still processing, just thinking about like life, really, like in time. And you know, I know for me, sometimes I can think of life on a scale of like you know. You know, 100 years, even though a lot of people don't reach to live no, up to man, 100. You're like blessed to reach that. Yeah. Exactly. Nowadays, yeah, it's very rare. So I think, you know, being 25, I'm like, holy cow, like, you know, according to my scale of 100 years, I'm a quarter of the way done. I'm like, that's scary. But then I think, well, that's probably not even, that's probably, I'm probably more than a quarter because most people don't reach that age. So then that scares me 
little bit. And it's funny because I'm not necessarily scared of dying or like scared of death. It's just more like a, whoa, like what, what? <laughs> like reality. Exactly. Facing reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at the, at the end of the day, man, like time doesn't stop for anybody. It never stops. <clears throat> it doesn't matter what's going on. Life never stops. And it just keeps going. And like sometimes you put yourself in pause and it's still moving. And like really that good. is, and I can, I can look back and see key moments, especially in adulthood where I've put myself on pause for a long time and it's a lot of wasted time and that like, that's unfortunate, but I also know that I've grown a lot and you know, so I don't know, man, it's just a, it's just a crazy concept and I'm still wrapping my head around it and it just makes me think about, you know, being a kid and being an adult and all these things. And I don't know, man, it's just a, just wild concept time. So, you think it's even you know people always say live live in the present, mm-hmm. and I I agree with that. <clears throat> but what does that mean? <clears throat> Is it possible That's another thing to appreciate? Because all the times, like you said, I'm the same way. I'm sentimental, and mm-hmm. I I can probably definitely probably to a fault sort of glamorize the past and mm-hmm. always assume like that was better. And I I wonder if the reason I think it's better is because I wasn't dealing with. The struggles I'm dealing with now, but I still had the struggles then, right? Right. And when I was there, I was probably thinking about the past then, and it's like, how do you enjoy the present and view it for what it is? You know what I mean? Is it possible? Yes. I don't know. I, it's tough, man. I don't. Know. You said something, and it's always stuck with me because I don't. I actually don't think I've ever heard it before. This, I think I've heard of similar things, but when you you said, if you're living in the past, um, what is it? You are. Depressed? Yes. And if you're living in the future, you're anxious. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like how, you know, life, when I think about what life is, life tends to be this giant mass of balance, (laughs) trying to balance, 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 wherever you're looking at in life, it's a balance. And like, like you said, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's possible to try to balance, you know, thinking ahead, but also not living so far in the future that you're anxious or reflecting and making it healthy, but not overdoing it and being depressed because of your past. Like all the, because like, you're not there. Exactly. Yeah. Cause then if you're constantly trying to find that balance going back and forth, how present are you? You're not, I don't think. So like it makes you go like, am I supposed to be like a chicken with a beacon on a line and just right here? That's it. Like, <laughs> like, like yeah. what, what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting to think about and you know, there's so many different approaches and people have, you know, done different things. And I don't know, man, I agree. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that question. <sighs> yeah. I'd be curious about you guys that are watching post in the comments below. I'd love to hear, do you tend to live in the future more worrying about what's to come? Or are you kind of like we are and, and sort of sometimes, you know, see the past and glamorize the past and live <clears> in the past. And <clears throat> it's, it's interesting too. I just had this thought. We don't seem to have a problem with living in the future. Because that's considered planning. Like we don't look down on that. Like they're just being responsible. Uh, but we kind of we kind of call it pathetic for people that live in the past. But they're really sort of they're the same thing. They're just two sides of the same coin. Does that make sense? Because yeah. I think living in the future kind of continues to glamorize the idea of we're hard workers and we're always planning. And you know, it always reminds me. I always go back to when it comes to, and I agree with you. Both are, you know, not good. And like I said, I know I find that to be true when I'm living in the past. I'm sentimental, which can turn to depressed kind Absolutely. of, <clears throat> if I let it, excuse me. Um, but I always, when it comes to living in the future, I think of the parable that Jesus talks about, uh, shares. And he talks about 
the rich guy who had a great harvest and he said, I'm just going to put this in my storehouse and chill and do nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you you hear the Lord comes. God says, you know, you fool. Your, your, your life will be clean from you this very day. Um, just this idea of thinking, you know, living in the future. We aren't promised tomorrow. That's so true. Um, and yet we can act like we have some sort of control sometimes over things we don't. I don't, I think it's just an illusion to make us feel better. You know, like yeah. if I, oh yeah, I'm the one holding this wall up, you know, or this, this city up, it mm-hmm. makes us feel better. Um, but it's interesting. Time is weird, man. And, and it's funny. This tends to happen with us a lot, but I was, I was in the same place again this week too, just yesterday. I was like, I accidentally typed in, it's so funny what started it. I was doing some online thing. Um. I think it was actually for like calorie counting because I'm okay. trying to get, you know, That's right. I'm trying to get in shape again for those that are new to the thing here. We've been doing P90X now for, That's right. <clears throat> this is our fourth week That's and we crazy. have been doing it for real, by mm. the way, legit oh, yeah, every day. <clears throat> but so anyway, that's why I was doing that. And I accidentally typed in a year older than I actually am for some weird reason. I just, it was a, and I went back to, oh, that's not my age. And I erased it and I was like, but that is almost my age. And then I was like. And then even today, before we had before we had this conversation, when I was down the yeah. welcome waiting, I go, "Oh my goodness!" Someone said something, and then I started thinking about the next decade. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, <laughs> and, and you know, I've always been fascinated. We've talked about this a lot. People, the elderly, mm-hmm. are f- fascinating to me and scary. And here's yes. why: I see them. I'm a weird guy. This is about to show how weird I am. And I'll think, you know, someone that's blessed and has so much wisdom at age 90, 95, 98, you know, <clears throat> there are people out there. Um, I know someone whose grandma's in her 90s. And I go, I promise you, I guarantee they remember being my age like it was yesterday. That's right. Because I remember being 15 exactly. even like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that's that's crazy right what do they always say what's that saying life is short life is short and it does feel like you're on a ball going down a hill and it just picks up speed oh man you know what i mean that's such a good analogy and then i had this other weird thought that's gonna sound so crazy so i it always for some reason is george washington i think of george washington i was like george washington was my age once now he's been dead for 200 and so many years that sounds crazy i I know know, but you're right Uh, but i don't know man like we don't face that stuff a lot which ties back to to God and what Jesus tells us all the time of you know no we don't want we don't want to live in anxiety you know life is short and we're not trying to be depressing here it's actually the other way around I think it ties back to what you said of man we should be so we are blessed mm-hmm. to wake up and take a breath and enjoy this life absolutely and so many times it, we waste time thinking about the future. Or being too sentimental for the past. Too right. much. It's okay to do either. Mm-hmm. And then we miss this. And then this yes. becomes the past. Yep. Because I guarantee you we're going to look back and go, man, those were great days when we're, we were filming. It's like real we're, talk. Exactly. You know? It's like we're constantly playing catch up. Mm. In, in a way. Like we're constantly playing catch up with, with who we used to be. Like we're, we're, <clears> not, <throat> we're not content with who we are right now. So we look to the future and that makes us anxious. But when the time comes to where we get to that point, we go, man, I miss that. I miss what I went through in a blur, mm-hmm. you know, at the time. Yeah. It's a weird place. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird, man. It really, it really is. Hmm. That's good stuff. Absolutely. It's good to think about that. Yeah, man. Time's crazy. But hmm. anyways, how's your week? 
I was trying to think of that um, before we started. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of times when I'm on here, I, I never want to seem negative to people. Sure. But a lot of times, I think we're pretty. One of the things I think we do well is we're pretty transparent about our struggles too. Absolutely. And um, real talk. Yeah. So, you know, I had a little conviction. I think uh, yesterday I, I shared that with you guys. Just, <clears throat> it's really easy to. Um, talking about controlling, right? I, anyone, that know, I'm not, I'm not a controlling person right. because I don't like to be controlled. Mm -hmm. right? I hate that feeling of, but I think sometimes when, if I'm not in the word and stuff, I can become controlling in a weird way. Right. Like, and so this kind of realization sort of, of micromanaging life and trying to, my, and, and I justify it by like, well, this needs to be done and people are, you know, the people around me, this is good for them. So I right. should push them instead of like, Hey. Maybe we should go this way. And then letting them right. do that. So I had some – it wasn't a bad thing, though. It wasn't kind of beat myself up. It was sort right. of like, oh, man, God, thank you. It was a – because conviction – sometimes we f I feel like we have this concept of conviction. If you're not a Christian and you're listening, conviction is just, you know, as believers, we believe the Holy Spirit's inside of us. Yes. Um, in fact, I know it to be true. And it, it convicts us or calls attention to areas in our life that we need to change and we need mm -hmm. to grow in and, and – you know, negative things we're doing and sin and stuff. So we always, we tend to have a, I think we as humans often view conviction as a bad thing, right? It's this negative, yes. like, I'm getting beat. Yep. And it was such a cool moment because I don't think I even shared this with you. It was a gentle conviction. It was like, mm. instead of causing me anxiety, like I got to change, it was like, hey, look at this. I'm like, oh, you're right, Lord. And and it was sort of, once I released that, released this, this illusion of control, yeah. Things got, I was so calm. It makes you know? me wonder if that's what real conviction is, right? Like, I wonder if, if we have... Oh, that's where the like, line between conviction and condemnation exactly. is. Exactly. I wonder yeah. if, if if moments like that, that's when it's like 100% like <clears throat> conviction and not like a 80-20 sort of deal where it's like 80% mm -hmm. conviction, but you're still feeling 20% of it being condemnation. Yeah. 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 So that was, yeah, it's interesting. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. God is, God's cool. Um... As far as other things, I, I mentioned this last week. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but what an odd time we live in. Yeah, man. And how it is becoming so normal. And because I am an, I will call it analytical if you're positive or a positive way. Other people might say overthink, whichever right. you want to call it. I have been fascinated by the people around me Yep. and how they're changing. And I know that I'm doing it too. <clears throat> so I'll start with myself. So I'm, a, I'm an extrovert, I suppose. Like when I take the tests, right. I'm an extrovert. Although it might surprise people. I'm kind of my personality type, yeah. if you believe in that stuff, is the most introverted of the extroverted types. That's so so it, it would always say that. Like, you know, I need my time to think. Right. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm realizing, I'm, a, I'm an extrovert, that I'm realizing that I am becoming pretty comfortable not being surrounded by people all the time Which and that's interesting and that's scary to yeah, me because it, it i'm living what we were kind of warning people about i don't want to become selfish right and my personal convictions for myself are i never want to put my own comfort above someone else's needs mm. <clears throat> and i think that it, i could do that right now if i'm not aware that could easily happen right now Meaning like, by needs, I mean like, okay, someone wants to talk. I don't really want to talk. And I don't have to because I don't have right. to face you right now. And I'm not doing that. If those of you out there try to get a hold of me, like, 
I'm not ignoring you. Um, but there are, t but I think that I have to be honest about. I'm more comfortable with it, mm -hmm. and that's weird. So then I put myself in the shoes of someone who's an introverted person, right? right. Part of me gets irritated with these personality types <clears throat> because you, it's like you have to be either or, and I don't like right. that. But so what happens to someone that's really comfortable with being alone? They withdraw even more. And right. I don't know, man. It's just an odd thing. We had a buddy um, who worked at the local Mart, <laughs> the local General Mart, uh, and they've controlled how people come in. Mm -hmm. This goes back to how people are changing. And it's a simple thing. Like you, they want you to walk in one way and walk out another, so they can right. kind of control the flow. They have to count how many people are in there because social distancing. That's right. And he has been all he's all his job is to say, "Hey, sir, can you come in the entrance?" And I oh, know this yeah. guy. He's a very polite guy. Absolutely. And he was cussed at. He was physically shoved. He was called names like because he because he reminded people. So it, it, man, I hate to say it, but you you see, you kind of can become. Jaded right. and see like humans are just animals sometimes, man. Yeah, like dude. society's the only thing keeping some of us from running around killing people and stealing and pillaging. Like, yes, they just which to me as a Christian shows absolutely it's sin, right? Like our oh, sin dude, nature is is so strong. Yes, <clears throat> so and, that's another and, thing I've been looking. And it's at. so scary. It's so scary because like when you think about it, like like you think of uh, that that movie, The Purge. Yeah, and you think like. Like, what if that was, like, America? Like, what if that was real? I think that's kind of the point of that movie, too, man, sometimes. Yeah. is like, this could happen here. And, and you know, something like The Purge, right, the idea of that yeah. is, you know, I think it gets deep when you read it. You think they just woke up and it was like that? No, man, it's a slow fade. That's right. And um, I don't know. Really fascinated by that. And it gives a lot of time for self-reflection during this time mm. because you're not around people as much. Um, I have had my faith going with all of this. So catching myself in these areas I need to grow in, watching people change around right. me, society. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's making me kind of I, – I am. I don't even think I've told you this. I It makes it can make you question your faith. Absolutely. As a, I'll be honest. As a Christian, there are times, you know, and I, maybe I shouldn't supposed to say this, but I do, and I go, is this is this real? I know it is. Right. Okay, so stay with me. But my emotions are going, this is insanity. Like, all of this stuff. Like, how are you, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, hopefully I'm not coming across as negative because it's not a negative thing to me. Right. I'm just, depending on if you like this trade or not, overthinking or analytical. And, uh, man, it's an interesting time. And I, I can't help but go, what are we going to be like when this is over? You know, what's... What are, what are individuals going to be like? Um, have you ever seen movies where crazy stuff happens? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of an example. Actually, you know what would be a great example? The Stanford experiment. Oh, yes. Okay, so those of you who don't know, you can look this up. This is a real experiment, and they've done mm -hmm. movies on it. I'll try to make it brief. I may get, we may get uh, facts wrong, but the right. gist of it is Stanford University did a study. That's right. Where I think it was like two weeks, right? Two weeks. Plan. And they took like no, six... Sorry, a month. It was a month. Okay. Was a month. Whatever. Some amount of time. It wasn't super long. No. And they took two a group of people. It was like 16 people or something. Yeah. And they did 12 of them or 10 of them or whatever were inmates. That's right. <clears throat> and the rest were guards. Yep. And they took these people based on kind of personality traits and they put them in here. That's right. 
and um, and they just they, and they literally treated them this way. They gave the guards ultimate power, and they gave the prisoners like you know they were treated as prisoners. They yep. can only come out, all this stuff. Well, over time, I mean, it was, maybe I'm thinking it was like within two weeks, all of a sudden, a lot of the guards became sadistic. Yes. These are people who were like mild-mannered elementary teachers. When given oh, this dude, power, became, so crazy. became sadistic and were cruel. And then the p- people that were calm became panicky and screaming and going nuts. <gasps> dude, so and it crazy. just it, – it, it was really creepy. They had to end the experiment early because right. it started going so bad. Yep. Here's my point of that. I really like the movie, one of the movies I've watched about this because – so all this crazy stuff happens, right? They yep. end the experiment early and then they walk out and everyone immediately goes back to normal. Who they were. They're it's normal. So, right? so they it's just so sit, creepy. Yeah, man. So I I wonder, I'm getting goosebumps. Yes. Think about some of the relationships and some of the things you're doing right now, those of us out here, okay? Mm-hmm. Like we think, oh, it's crazy. And so people are running around stealing toilet paper and pushing people and shoving people at the local general mart and cussing and doing, doing crazy stuff. And then like when society comes back, do we all are we all just gonna pretend this didn't happen? Are we? Are you going to pretend that you didn't? Even, or even at church, right? We didn't talk for two months. We're going to come back and pretend that we're all like, "Oh, hey, love you." <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying, man? Like that's almost creepy to me. And I think, I don't know, man. I think I, that's fascinating to me. Me too. The idea and that, that image is always in my head. Of that, I can think of Force Whitaker. If you've seen it, the actor played them this really kind of awkward, and he became this. The head of the guards, and he was evil. And as soon as he walked out, he was like, hmm. yeah, I just shrunk like, back. Yeah, man. I'm like, so are we going to do that? Is that going to happen here? It's like, are we all going to go back and pretend? You know, maybe it isn't pretending, but I, I guess some, not all of us are doing it, but some right. people that are going like super selfish. I think we talked about this cracks. Mm-hmm. There are people we personally know that showed their cracks now. Are they going to pretend we didn't see this? Right. Like, like, it's like they're, it's like, in a time like this where it's very stressful, right? Like like you said, the cracks are starting to show. And then it's like they put like a layer of uh, uh, conceal, like concealer back over it. Just put it back on. Like, yeah. There's people that have treated, have acted a certain way, treated other people a certain way under the guise of social distancing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to – I've talked to you about this. And, and they're going to come up and go, hi, I would like to lead this or that. And I'm going to go, you don't think I remember? Like, <sighs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like they can't – we're in a church, so I can say this church position. Be like, okay, you didn't come to church at all, and now you want to come to church means even virtually. Mm-hmm. You didn't like, and now you want to lead this ministry, right? So, is it only important when the lights are on, right? You know, and I'm not trying to be cynical, but sure, these are, and I think that my, you know, for myself too, like we want to make sure we do that. Dude, that's, Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's well, it's a, just that's, an interesting concept. That's such a surreal thing to think about, man. Wow. Yeah. So, it is what it is. It's uh. It's intriguing. Um, one little cool positive. So our life group, just throw this out there, another cool thing. Yeah. Finally got, this is on me. Um, we're buying crossword puzzles and mm-hmm. Sudoku, is that how you pronounce it? Uh, it's Sudoku. Never played it. Me either. Uh, also, I don't know how to play solitaire. I'll just confess me all either. the embarrassing things I don't things know how to I play know how solitaire. To it's okay, man. <laughs> and uh, so we're getting, we bought a bunch of them because, you know, they're sort of quarantined and we're taking them to them this week. So I'm really excited about blessing you know, we're mm-hmm. blessing some people in our community. And Dude, it's it's so cool that we're able to do this. Trying to think about, um, yeah, trying to think about ways to just continue. It's, I've been thinking a lot about how can we, like, tangibly bless people during this. So many cool things going on out there, though, you know, as good news, too. Oh, absolutely. I know, once again, I feel like we're shouting out Big G's a lot, but I just read again, they just randomly were giving out free meals. Dude, they're making moves, man. Yeah, it's I pretty awesome. Shout you know, out. I know 
churches giving free meals and churches handing out, you know, stuff. So I think that's pretty cool. There's a lot of good showing itself through all this too. Oh yeah. So that's neat. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. <laughs> got a couple questions. Cool. How are we doing on time? Intern guy, he gives us a thumbs up. Nice. Not that we're going to listen. That's <laughs> Actually, ironic. Here's our question today. Send into, by the way, if you want to shoot an anonymous topic or question up above, you will find a link www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. We have answered uh, 1,162 questions. Mm -hmm. We need more, guys. We're running low. So if any thought, question, topic, please shoot that in there. Excuse me. But number 1162, how do you see God in the coronavirus today? And how do you and how can you stay uh, committed to him during this time? Mm. I think I think God's using the coronavirus in multiple ways for different people. You know, that's what's so incredible about God is he can take one thing and make it mean so many different things, right? To good. who the believer is, yeah. right? And I think that he can use this as a time to bring people to him. He can use this as a time to refine people who already believe in him. Mm. I think uh, it's a time where I know we've kind of talked about this, but it can bring people closer, whether that be a family. It can bring people closer, whether that be believers who need to, you know, we talk about community a lot, right? Bringing people closer in the sense of community, even in times where it seems, feels like we can't, but we can, you know? Um, and I think the way you do that is just continue to do what he tells you to do, right? So prayer, reading, um, you know, people think that it's hard to get in community right now, but, you know, even though it can be a, a curse sometimes, but technology can also be a blessing in a time like this. Yeah, that's with true. Your, with your video chats, with even just messaging people, you know, put us back in a time where technology wasn't as advanced and people literally couldn't see each other. We can still see each other. It's hmm, good. Yeah, what if this had happened? Yeah, well, that's, that's yeah, true. Absolutely. So, hmm. um, yeah, I would kind of agree. I think. Um, I can see God in the coronavirus in this a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I see God's hand in His people and the way yep. that they've loved on some people during this time. Absolutely, and how they have taken care of people. I've seen God's hand in um, making people, particularly early on, yeah. face mortality. Remember mm. when this first came out? Everybody was like, and we still don't know where it's going to end, but really freaked out. Like, oh my gosh, people, you know, what's the percentages? What are people dying? And um, I think it made a lot of people start thinking about life. And when you start really thinking mm. about life, you start thinking about God. That's right. So That's so good. maybe a wake-up call in that way. Um, I've seen in my own life, like I've already mentioned numerous times, in right. the sense of these times are making me think about myself and, and who I really am and what's my character really like when it's hard and all those kinds of things. Dude, so, that's so good. How do we stay committed to Him? I think... You, you said it. Um, we stay faithful even in the hard times. We stay in the Word. That's we, right. We look for ways to love people. Mm -hmm. Are we looking for ways to love our neighbor as ourself? That's an area I've been convicted in. Like right. Looking for those ways. Not just saying, okay, if someone comes to me, I'll help them. How can I look for that? Yes. You know? And at the end of the day, no matter what's going on around us, that doesn't change what we do. Mm. It doesn't change your call. You know. So that's another thing to keep in mind. But yeah, that's really good. That's good, man. Good stuff. I'll let you ask this next one. Okay. It's right here. Don't read that part. Okay. Just that part. All right. Next question is, do you think God would allow separation slash divorce in a marriage to bring one closer to him? 
So do you think God would allow separation slash divorce in a marriage to bring one closer to him? Um, so what we believe, and I think is biblical, is marriage is not supposed to be temporary or transient or no. it's just not. Um, Jesus talks about, you know, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Amen. And now that being said, there are times that it's permissible yep. and, and um, because of covenant being broken. So adultery and all those kinds of things, you know, yeah, uh, ab abandonment, these types of things where, where the other spouse shows themselves to not, I don't know, sometimes they're a believer, but right. um, in some cases they're not. Or if you're, you become saved, your other person doesn't, and they leave you for that, you know, yep. those kinds of things. Yeah, man. Um, but God, so I don't think God ever makes that. So, so because of the way marriage is viewed, I don't believe yeah. God ever says, I'm going to, I want them to get divorced so that I can, you know, that's my will, my greatest desire. So then divorce for me to use them to grow them or whatever it says, right? What does it say? Grow closer to him? Is that what it said? Um, Let me look. Like they, they're asking if, the, if if he would use it to like to grow closer. He said, do you think would allow? I would allow. Um, to, so, so I don't think it would necessarily. So yes, I think God uses those things right. to refine us. And I think that it's another perfect example of God taking you know broken situations and bringing beauty out That's of exactly it. exactly what I was going to lead um, to. man. He tends to do that. You know, we give him that, that phrase, beauty for ashes. You know, yes. I know that's become pretty popular, but it's true. We give him the brokenness of our life. Yes. And he can restore it yeah, and make something be beautiful out makes, of it. Yes. So I absolutely believe that God can use that and can yes. can bring beauty out of it. And we I've heard of stories that way. You know, mm -hmm. I've, I personally know people who God has um, done beautiful things through it, you know. And we, we got to remember God's overall goal is to draw us closer to him and make us more like him yes like jesus so he can use those things that's i don't i got nothing else to add that's exactly what i was going to bring up was just the the idea that god can use things that were not that were not for him uh, and he uses them to grow us so absolutely he can make things beautiful out of things that weren't yep. meant to happen yeah so that's exactly what i thought marriage is uh Beautiful thing, man. Absolutely. What a scary thing, too. And I get it, you know. Like, yes. That's what makes it so beautiful, though, is that you have these these people voluntarily, you know, committing to each other through mm -hmm. sickness and health and all those things. So pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's all we got today as far as questions, man. Awesome. You got any other thoughts? Nah, man. Just uh, besides 60 episodes, how surreal. That's so awesome, man. Just thank you guys so much for joining us. Um I hope you guys get something out of this. Like like Todd said, you know, we want to try to kind of uh, not necessarily theme episodes, but just get like some titles in there or some stuff to help you guys. If you guys are looking for something specific, you might be able to find something. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, thank you guys so much for joining us in this ministry. Uh, and uh, we'll try to not say uh as much as I, like I just did. So, <laughs> Hey, I think we're getting better. I think we steadily. are. Slowly but steadily. I agree. So I love you guys. Yeah, hey, we love value input, particularly positive. But um, <laughs> so please, you know, do you guys enjoy when we sort of just talk about life and let the conversation flow? Do you enjoy the questions? Mm. Um, you know, this is what it really grew out of is, is the questions. Right. Um, so as we mentioned earlier, please help us out and shoot some questions or topics. Absolutely. Remember, your question or topic sometimes isn't even for you. It's for the other people that are going to 
you know, have the same questions. Mm-hmm. That's one of our favorite things to say is like you, when you ask these questions, you're not just asking for yourself. You're asking for all the people out there that may right. have not had the courage to ask or just haven't thought to ask it. So thanks so much to those of you that have done that. And for those of you that join us each week, man, we are so blessed. Um, truly. Uh, if you have enjoyed this or appreciate it, would you do us a favor and continue to share these videos? Mm-hmm. And like we said, put a little blurb at the top um, when you share it. People tend to That's do right. that. Make it more personal. Because sometimes I think people think we just make them share it, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like... We got like a giant group of like, army. Share this. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, whatever you want to put in there, just that you enjoyed it. If there's something specific you liked, right. I think that gets people to, um, to watch it. Other than that, up above, like I said, the link's there. If you'd like to donate to this ministry, shout out right now. Because we got some. That's right. Sarah... Man, can I say her last name? I think Sarah L. There you go. Sarah L., thank you so much for your donation to Real Talk. We appreciate, appreciate you so you. much. Crawfish, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> thank you, brother. Appreciate you, um, dude. Man, and Regina. Regina, you know who you are as well. Man, we are so blessed that you support us. And, it means the world, uh, truly. Yeah, truly, it truly does. And we'll probably do another shout-out on the live Absolutely. just in case they miss it. But thank you for what you've done, and mm-hmm. that goes directly back to the ministry. If you want to donate to Real Talk, it's www.therenant.life/slash give mm-hmm. and do the drop down click the drop down box go down to real talk if you are on the podcast same thing um works i don't know if we can add that there you think we can try if not it's www.theremnant.life slash give if you want to check out our website at any time you can go to www.theremnant that's r-e-m-n-a-n-t dot life Boom. and check out you know past messages sermons right. and all kinds of stuff I love it. It's pretty much life. it, right? Not me too. That's yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All righty. So, hey, we hope you guys have a great day. We're very blessed to be a part of your day and to have you be a part of ours. And we hope you have a beautiful week. Uh, God bless you. <laughs>